Hello everyone, welcome to Arakoin Sheyi News, a podcast where our host gives you daily news on what's going on in the country in areas of politics, entertainment, sports and world news. We'd love to hear your view after every show. Kindly drop your comments after listening to the news so as to help us save you better. Thank you for listening. On the news tonight. Air Force plane crashes in Benue. President Tinubu to attend fifth mid-year coordination meeting of African Union in Nairobi, Kenya. Court invalidates arrest and detention of suspended Sibian Governor Godwin Emefiele. Apostle Suleiman is narrated as police parade suspected attacker. Troops of Operation Adarindaji rescue nine kidnapped victims in Sanfara. UK to increase visa fees and health charges for Nigerians and other immigrants. Benjamin Mendy accused of rape charges after three-year court ordeal. Now the news in full, I am Arakuro Ishii. Air Force plane crashes in Benue. A Nigerian Air Force FT-7NI trainer aircraft crashed in Makodi, the Benue state capital, on Friday evening during a routine training exercise. The NAF Director of Public Relations and Information confirmed that the two pilots on board survived the crash after successfully ejecting from the aircraft. Both pilots are currently under observation at NAF Base Hospital. The chief of air staff has constituted a board of inquiry to determine the immediate and remote causes of the crash. President Tinubu to attend fifth mid-year coordination meeting of African Union in Nairobi, Kenya. Nigerian leader and chairperson of ECOWAS, President Bola Metinubu is set to travel to Nairobi, Kenya on Saturday, July 15, to participate in the fifth mid-year coordination meeting of the African Union AU, the Regional Economic Communities REcs, the Regional Mechanism RMS, and the African Union member states. The President will present a report on the status of regional integration in ECOWAS, highlighting actions carried out during the period under review by ECOWAS institutions, member states, the private sector, and other stakeholders to deepen integration through trade, free movement of persons, investment promotion, infrastructure development, peace, security, and stability. The fifth mid-year meeting, which is convening under the AU's team for 2023 present acceleration of African continental free trade area. Implementation will bring together the Bureau of AU Assembly, comprising the heads of states and governments from Comoros, Botswana, Burundi, and Senegal, as well as the leaders of the eight RECS. 
court invalidates arrest and detention of suspended CBN Governor Godwin Emefiele. The High Court in Abuja has invalidated the arrest and detention of the suspended Governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, CBN, Godwin Emefiele. The presiding judge, Belukau, granted the order following an application by Emefiele. On June 9, President Bola Metinubu suspended Emefiele as CBN Governor and directed him to transfer his responsibilities to Deputy Governor Operations Directorate for Lash BC Shunubi. The Department of State Services, DSS, confirmed the next day that Emefiele was in his custody for some investigative reasons. Emefiele has remained in DSS custody since then, with the agency insisting that it obtained a valid court order to keep him. On Thursday, the DSS disclosed that it has charged Emefiele to court following a ruling from the FCTI court. The court's decision to invalidate Emefiele's arrest and detention is a major victory for the suspended CBN governor. His supporters have been calling for his release, arguing that his detention was politically motivated. The ruling is also a blow to the DSS, which has been accused of overstepping its bounds in recent years. It remains to be seen what will happen next in the case of Godwin Emefiele. The DSS has not yet commented on the court's decision and it is unclear whether they will appeal the ruling. Apostle Suleiman exonerated as police Paris suspected attacker. The Nigerian police force NPF has arrested Yusuf Issa, a 32-year-old man from Okine, Kogi State, for attacking the convoy of Apostle Johnson Suleiman, the founder of Omega Fire Ministries Worldwide, OFM. The arrest comes after an investigation by the operations of FIBRIT, who were on the trail of the assailant since the attack took place on Bini Auchi Road on June 2020. In 2022, the suspect of native of Okene, the suspect, a native of State, and a plumber at Agbaraluwa Phase 2 Ijoka, Akure Ondo State, was found with five AK-47 rifles, two K-2 assault rifles. 180 live ammunition and four suspected, suspected IEDs in his apartment. The arrest of Yusuf Ismail Isas and the exonerated Apostle Suleiman was initially suspected to have orchestrated the attack. Most of the followers of the firebrand cleric who have taken to the internet attributes the development to the prayers of his faithful and the grace of God upon the life of the Apostle. The arrest of the suspected attacker brought relief to the OFM followers who marked the historic day as what appeared like I assassins confessed to the plot of an attempt to assassinate Apostle Suleiman. The Nigerian police force has reiterated its commitment to ensuring the safety of all Nigerians and urged the public to remain vigilant and report any suspicious activities to the nearest police station. The former Lagos State Governor Akiu Miambodi and the Governor of Cardinal State Senator Uba Soni met with President Bola Metinuba at the presidential villa in Abuja on Friday. The meeting comes after the president met with Ambody at the state reception organized for him by Lagos State Governor Babajidi Olushola Sonwulu on June 29. The recent visit have been perceived as the return of Ambody to the mainstream of politics. Sonwulu also visited Ambody's predecessor's home to celebrate his 60th birthday on June 14. There are speculations that President Tinubu is considering Ambonde for an appointment in his government. However, it is unclear if the meeting between the three politicians was related to these speculations. 
The meeting has generated reactions from Nigerians, with many speculating that it may be related to the 2023 elections. However, politicians are yet to make any official statement regarding the meeting. EFCC accused of abuse of judicial process as court discharges SMO Governor Okorocha. Senator Rocha Sokorocha has been discharged of all allegations of corruption filed against him by the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission EFCC during his tenure as Imo State Governor between 2011 and 2019. The Federal Capital Territory FCTI Court in Abuja presided over by Justice Yusuf Alilu said the anti-graft agency's action was a gross abuse of the judicial process. Justice Alilu said the EFCC should be seen to, the, to be a respect of the law that created it while delivering judgment in the suit filed by the EFCC against the former governor. Troops of Operation Adarindaji rescue nine kidnapped victims in Sanfara. Troops of Operation Adarindaji deployed at forward operating base Guashi in Sanfara State have rescued nine kidnapped victims in Maleri village under Guashi district in Bukuyum local government area of the state. The troops were carrying out routine patrol and providing security for farmers in their farmlands when they acted on a distress call on a kidnap incident. A press statement by army authorities revealed that the resilient troops mobilized swiftly to the scene of the incident and contacted the armed bandits at the entrance of the community. The troops engaged the armed bandits with superior firepower which forced the bandits to flee and abandon the victims. The nine rescue victims were abducted at their homes in Maleri village in Bukuyum local government area of the state. Bukuyum is located in western Zafara and is one of the local councils that are suffering from the activities of armed bandits and kidnappers. This is the second time in one week that troops of Operation Adarindaji have rescued kidnapped victims on earth, keeping peace in Zafara, Shokoto, Kebi, Kassina and other parts of Ninja State. Resources by the troops are coming 24 hours after the General Officer Commanding 8th Division Nigerian Army Shokoto Major General Goldwyn Mukut warned terrorists to surrender and lay down their arms. He stated that there would not be reconciliation with armed bandits and warned them to surrender or continue to receive it. More to come on the news tonight is Global News. Kindly stay tuned on our commercial news. Welcome to Global Update. UK to increase visa fees and health charges for Nigerians and other immigrants. The United Kingdom, UK has announced that it will significantly increase visa fees and immigration health surcharges, IHS. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak disclosed, that development, disclosed the development during a Downing Street press conference on Thursday, noting that it will help fund public sector pay increases. Sunak said the proposed adjustment encompasses a broad range of visa application fees, which are set to rise significantly. Similarly, the immigration health surcharge for legal migrants entering the country will be raised. The increase in fees is imminent, and the Prime Minister projected a revenue boost of over £1 billion. ICC confirms $30 million reparations in DR Congo warlord case.
the International Criminal Court ICC has confirmed that it will pay $30 million in reparations to victims of war crimes committed by former Congolese rebel leader Musko Ntaganda. Ntaganda, also known as the Terminator, was sentenced to 30 years in prison in 2019 after being convicted of 18 counts of war crimes and crimes against humanity. The ICC said in a statement that the reparations would be paid to more than 7,000 victims of Ontaganda's crimes, including survivors of sexual violence, child soldiers, and victims of attack on villages. The court also said that the reparations would, paid, would be paid through the Trust Fund for Victims, which helps support victims of war crimes and crimes against humanity. The ICC's decision marks the highest amount of reparations ever awarded by the court and is expected to set a precedent for future cases. The ICC has faced criticism in the past for failing to adequately compensate victims of war crimes and crimes against humanity. More to come on the news tonight, a sports update, kindly stay tuned. In the world of sports, Benjamin Mendy acquitted of rape charges after three-year court ordeal. Former Manchester City and France footballer Benjamin Mendy broke down in tears on Friday as a UK jury declared him of sex offences, ending a three-year court ordeal. The 28-year-old was acquitted of one count of rape and another of attempted rape after a three-week trial at Chester Crown Court in Northwest England. Mendy had previously been cleared in January of six counts of rape and one of sexual assault following a six-month trial, but jurors in that trial had been unable to reach a verdict on two other counts resulting in a retrial. The star footballer was contracted Manchester City inspired at the end of June had denied all charges against him. He was accused alongside Luisa Baturi, 41-year-old and alleged fixer, who was found not guilty by the jury at the earlier trial of three counts of rape relating to two teenagers. The trials meant that Mendy's playing time was limited by injuries and a loss of form. The last of his 10 caps for France came in November 2019, after the defender won the World Cup with the national side in 2018. Mendy's lawyer Richard has said Benjamin has always maintained his innocence and is relieved and delighted that the jury has found him not guilty of these charges. It thanks his legal team for their hard work and support throughout this ordeal. The case has been closed, followed by the football world, and the case has been closely followed by the football world and has raised questions about the culture of the sport. Hurricane decides not to join Pochettino at Chelsea. Tottenham Hotspur striker Harry Kane has decided against joining former coach Mauricio Pochettino at Chelsea. According to reports, Kane has been linked with a move away from sports this summer, with Manchester City and Chelsea among the clubs interested in signing him. However, it appears that Kane has decided to stay at Tottenham for at least another season. The striker is said to be keen to play under new sports manager Nuno Espirito Santo and help the team achieve success in the Premier League. Pochettino, who coached Kane at Tottenham between 2014 and 2019, was recently appointed as the new manager of Chelsea. However, 
it seems that the Argentine will not be able to reunite with his former star striker at Stamford Bridge. And it's a wrap on the news tonight. Do where to follow our social media pages on all social media platforms at Arakonishei and listen to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and different podcast listening platforms. And it's a wrap on the news tonight. Thank you for listening. Good evening.